Hi, everyone, and welcome to this week's edition of Everything is Brand. We want to expand on what we talked about last week around accessibility and the experience of your brand. And this week's topic is getting digital with your brand. All right, so first of all, Let's explain Fidgetal. So the idea behind Fidgetal is the combination of both the physical experience of your brand and the digital experience of your brand. And what we want to talk about today is how you can expand the physical experience or expand the digital experience to lead into one or the other. Gabby, maybe we can talk a little bit about what does getting Fidgetal with your brand mean to you? It basically means the melding of those two, right? Previously, you're on the website, you're checking out, shopping, doing whatever you're doing, or you're in a store and interacting with them, or on a B2B side, you're online somewhere, whether it be social, website, and in person in a meeting, in an office space, etc. So we're talking about the combination of those two intersecting and becoming closer and closer, and what that means to brand via vis-a-vis the digital experience, the physical right. and digital experience. So some of the examples we've got right now are the latest and newest, you know, curbside pickup, right? That's an example of a digital experience or even things such as inventory checks on, on many sites that allow you to then transition into the physical experience. So we can talk a little bit about, you know, the need and the importance for those two to really work well together and that it's not a clear uh, a line between a digital experience and a physical experience. And the two of them really coming together and how important it is for that to be seamless um, to have the best brand experience. So Christian, do you have any samples that you want to talk about examples? I know I've got a bunch, but maybe you have some and we can start with yours. Yeah. I mean, nowadays it's a matter of thinking about small things or really big things, right? For example, an interesting one, I actually saw that yesterday was Under Armour, for example, they have this pair of shoes that have like a chip that integrates with an app. And actually, when you go out running, they give you recommendations about your running style and how you can improve or running times and, and so on and so forth. So it's a matter of improving that running experience by giving you tips, by giving you advice. That's and almost digital and product experience. Yeah. Form, right? Yeah. But then again, we can go bigger and you have all those Amazon Go shops where you basically scan your phone and you take whatever you want and then you go out and you don't even have to pay <laughs> because everything's <laughs> recorded through your phone. So there's a broad range of things you can do with digital. Now, more than ever, it's important for brands to take a look at what their options are, considering that we have less options in terms of touching things. One clear example of digital that has been going on for for quite a while were the touch screens, where you could order using a touch screen. I'm pretty sure that (laughs) today, not everyone will want to touch a screen. So mm-hmm. so those kinds of things we need to think about as we move forward. Hang on a minute. Brad's got good examples on that McDonald's app, right? You keep on talking about the McDonald's app and how uh, good of a job that that app has been 
Yeah, I mean, I think that the the one thing about McDonald's that they've been really good at from a brand perspective is their ability to kind of adapt and change as things change in the marketplace. And I think that, you know, one of the things that they most recently did was they allowed for Apple Pay right in the app. One of the issues that I always had was giving my credit card to all of these different apps and, and them storing this information. And the thing I really like about whether it's Apple Pay or PayPal is that when you can put all of your financial information in just one single area and then all these different apps make it available and that they use these things, I feel a lot more comfortable than than just having my financial credit card information stored in all of these individual apps. So uh, that's something recently that they've done. And I think that it, it starts to blur the line between the usage of everything, because it seemed like before, from a digital perspective, you would kind of have the digital experience of the brand, and then it would stop. And then there would be the physical experience of the brand. But to your point, Christian, you know, when you go into a restaurant now and they have those touch screens, you know, there are still people standing there, but some people still opt to use those terminals. And it's interesting because we're seeing now that the two are kind of combining in the marketplace a little bit. But I think over time, more and more, there will be a, a much cleaner line between how that experience happens for the brand. I think one of the things that's interesting, sorry, I'll come back to you, Marco. One of the things that's interesting is that we're really seeing many different experiences allowing the user to pick which one they're most comfortable with. Yeah. Yeah, I was just going to say to the point that you guys are making, it's becoming so important now for companies and brands to really take a look at the entire experience, whether it's how payment is integrated, whether there is a physical presence in the store and how that's connected to what somebody experiences on their phone. All of those uh, things really need to be integrated and thought, thought out as a holistic experience. In the past, having a great website was probably good enough now that's not good enough in the sense that it really has to provide that perfect information in a sense that it has to have the right product on it how many products they have so when you actually go to the store it the product is actually there and that you don't go all the way there and they are really out of stock or there is something wrong with the payment under or there's something wrong with the delivery so it's really thinking about that entire experience that's what brands are now for for customers and quite frankly on the business side as well staying with the mcdonald's app i'll expand on that they've done a great job i think on the mobile app in terms of integrating both the digital and the physical in that i place my order online on the app um and somebody literally comes out and delivers it to me in the parking lot of course at a distance with a mask which i greatly appreciate all of that Mm. that experience is fantastic and the order is right by the way Always. And you bypass the long drive-through line, which is exactly, <laughs> exactly like there we go. That's a physical experience. They still have to deliver it to me to the car. However, that experience on the app was fantastic. Simple Apple Pay integrated, etc. To Marco's example, the inventory check. There, I've had experiences where I'm greatly upset about it. Um, from anything from Walmart to Canadian Tire to even Bass Pro Shops, I've recently been on all three of those sites, trying to locate life jackets, believe it or not. And of course, we're in the summer of uh, all things outdoors and no life jacks to be had. Not only that, but inventory checks says that X location has 10 of them 
as opposed to others that have one. So I go to the location that has 10 of them only to find out that there's nothing there. And in times like the ones that we're going right now, where we're trying to limit our exposure out there to uh, various stores, to people, to everything, that experience is a really important one to get right. It can be, maybe you've got issues with your inventory control, you need to solve that problem because the impact of that particular function of your website not working correctly impacts the health and safety of many, many people out there. So to, to customers who are just like, oh yeah, you know, not really an issue. That's what we're talking, Christian talked about earlier about those small adjustments, those small features that have a big impact that being one of them and getting that right. Yeah, it's, there's a lot more pressure, I think, on brands right now who are trying to get those integrations working because there's so many other elements of the business that impact it. I mean, all elements of the business have always impacted brand. But now when you're starting to talk about something like inventory control or just-in-time inventory control, hasn't necessarily been part of the brand in a front-facing way before, but now mm-hmm. it is. So the structure and the way they operate and, and the things that they're doing uh, is really right out there and and in customers' faces uh, right at the at that point where they're trying to integrate those two things together. So there's a lot more on the line, I think, uh, for brands as as they go through this digital experience development. And 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 they're going to get some things right and they're going to get some things wrong. But I think that it's really about understanding what the overall experience needs to be. But it's also interesting, considering what we're going through right now with COVID, companies and brands that already had a lot of that uh, stuff either in the works or they already had most of it figured out, were actually able to very quickly adjust their business and still deliver a great service. I would say IKEA is probably one of those companies. I ordered things online for curbside pickup. It was a very simple, straightforward experience. I, I would definitely say that they've done a great job. Now, I would have to say, you know, just in that particular example, on the website itself was a little bit confusing at first. I didn't. It took me a while to figure out how do you actually place that kind of order specifically. But once I figured that out, the rest of the experience was was absolutely seamless. And I think that that's where a lot of brands really need to take a look at. You know what they what they're doing today. Are they really thinking about it from that perspective, where they're actually including all those touch points? And you know, how can they improve those? And we, we all know that, let's say, on websites, whether you're filling out a form or whatever it may be, there are drop-off points, right? And in a lot of cases, it can just simply be a button is you know, not in the right place or it's hidden and people don't even realize that they have to click on that and that ends that entire experience. So it's, sometimes it's really small fixes and sometimes it's actually really taking a look at the entire uh, stream and, and fixing it. Yeah, for sure. And really making sure that everything that you're doing is leading towards the right outcome that you want for the brand and the right experience that you want for that brand. I mean, I think that some of our examples are very product focused. And I think that people who are either in retail or, or have products, it's, it's much easier or could be easier to meld that digital experience. But but what about service firms? I mean, I think of ourselves, like one of the things that we used to do is we used to go in and do physical strategy meetings with our clients and, and to map out how we were going to build their brand or help them with their naming or whatever it might be. And, and now we can't do that as much anymore. So we've had to move into this digital realm. 
And it's not always as easy to do that. And, and so we're exploring now different ways of doing that, whether it's using different software or doing it in, in multiple meetings instead of just one long meeting, which is fine physically, but in digital, you don't necessarily want to sit on a Zoom call or a Google Hangouts call for four hours. So, so it's about finding those ways to mix the digital and uh, physical and digital experience. But what could what other things do, do you think service firms need to think about as they look at refining the digital experience for their brands? Well, I think to what you're saying, the point of it is to still deliver a brand experience that you would normally be delivering. So how are you going to deliver that but differently, right? So your four-hour meeting could end up being a series of them with maybe some exercises in between to still give that value and that experience, but in smaller chunks. I think you really need to think about what you would have normally done beforehand, but break it down. I think I'm seeing a lot more meetings with entertainment activities, et cetera, to keep that energy up amongst the team, et cetera, right? But Mm -hmm. it's probably chunking it down. Yeah. And I think the other thing that people have to consider too is how are you getting that messaging out in the digital realm? Uh, Because, you know, sometimes things don't land the same way digitally Mm -hmm. as they do physically. So that's something that you have to keep in mind as well. But we're even seeing, I mean, we do quite a bit of work in the healthcare area and we're even seeing software elements that we're working on to brand and name and all of that where where doctors can integrate with patients online and and that becomes a a bit of a different experience. Um, And I know that, you know, there's been telehealth in the past and now there's video health, I guess. but, but it's about rethinking all of these different ways that we've always done things, either in the physical world or the digital world, and finding ways to sub in one for the other wherever it is that we need to. When it comes to the service business, one of the things that's important is that there is still the physical side of that is the visual side, right? And to Gabby's point, let's say you have a, a meeting, whether it's the visual component that, that's included right in the meeting, or if there is something that's like either a follow-up or even before the meeting even starts, where information can be delivered in a certain way. Because the way we consume, you know, we buy products or whatever it may be, it's the same thing with services, right? Having that ability to actually put out something visual and help people actually work through that, uh, I think is hugely important. And then that could be a big part of, you know, delivering the service. Another thing that I think it's important is the buyer's or customer's journey, right? Buyers, customers, they are digital. Mm-hmm. Even if they are B2B, B2C, they are digital. So thinking about that, it's going to help brands improve greatly. For example, the same process that Amazon or IKEA is implementing with AR when you want to purchase a chair. Or, or anything for your home, right? It could be very well implemented by companies that sell machinery, huge machines. Probably their buyers were used to visiting some hangar and taking trade a look. Shows. Yeah, yeah, trade shows, taking a look directly at the physical machine. 
it's not going to happen, at least not in the nearby future, right? So it's thinking about those other options, how AR could help them. Yeah, it's, it's you know, you bring up a really good point there. These tools like AR or AI or all of these things that are transforming the digital world are really looking at how the physical world can be much more integrated into that digital world. So it, it's not that we weren't going down this road before. I think that we've it's just been accelerated. And, and, and more and more, we have to think about, okay, in the early days, we're kind of in the very early days here where, you know, our fidgetal result is that a online order results in a curbside pickup. That's, that's kind of fidgetal 2020. But fidgetal 2025 may be where you put on a headset and go through a virtual tour of a machine online. And, and I mean, you know, it's really endless as to what brands can mm -hmm. do with this kind of technology that's coming. But I think it has, we always have to keep in mind that as human beings, there always needs to be that physical element because we are physical human beings. Well, for now, that may change. <laughs> but, but for now, we still have this physical element to ourselves. And, and I think the brands who are going to get this right are the ones who understand the requirement of, of having that digital experience, but being able to build the physical into it so that it really appeals to what we require as humans. Yeah. Human-centric, here it is again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. again, human-centric for sure. It's interesting, the example that Christian, you brought up of selling large items or machinery or anything like that. And of course, you know, sales from the kind of traditional perspective are not uh, possible right now. One of our clients sells big machines and virtual reality and all of that may take some time to develop that, uh, you know, it can be pricey, but let's face it. I mean, with today's technology, and if you actually have a salesperson and a client, there's nothing stopping anybody from actually using a video call and take, take them on a tour of that uh, machine or, you know, show how the machine works and all of that. So, so it doesn't have to be an expensive solution that takes time to develop. It can actually be done through very, very kind of simple tools these days. Of course, if you develop virtual reality, that can be then pushed out, uh, you know, through different channels and used in different ways, which is great. But there are definitely ways to, to bring that physical aspect into kind of the digital experience. Yeah, all you need all you need now is a GoPro camera and a good radio voice, and you can create your own <laughs> virtual reality. <laughs> you know, to your point, it's it's it doesn't have to be expensive, or it doesn't have to be overly developed, or it's just about thinking creatively. And you know, last week we talked a lot about accessibility. We talked a lot about making sure that your brand is available to everyone. Well, one of the ways that you make sure that your brand is available to everyone is by making sure that they have access to information, making sure that they have access to visuals, making sure that they have access to the opportunity to buy from you, whether that's a product-based organization, whether that's a service-based organization, whether that's a manufacturing organization. I think that every organization, as we said last week, has to look at this accessibility um, and they have to look at Fidgetal the same way. Uh, you know, it's, it's, this is not just for tech companies. This is no. not just for companies who are looking at new ways of selling their product. This is for everyone. And I think that as much as we're going to look at the accessibility and being accessible to everyone. We then, once we are accessible to everyone, we have to look at, okay, how are we going to reach them? And how are we taking a look at 
what is important to them and what is going to work for them so that we can meld that physical and digital experience that results in ultimately getting fidgetal with your brand. So go out there, get fidgetal with your brand, consider how it's going to work for you and evaluate how you're going to accomplish that. That's this week of Everything is Brand. We're going to continue our conversation next week as, as we get more into user interface and user experience within the digital world and, in, and within the physical world as well. So stay tuned for that. And remember, everything is brand. <laughs>